Good morning, brothers and sisters in Christ. My name is Rhonda Jones, and I am the creator of the Christian Meditator website. And today I am going to talk about deliverance from unclean spirits, and then at the end I am going to do a unclean spirit prayer. And the reason I'm doing this video is because you know, lately I've been receiving a lot of emails from believers who are really having a tough time with all kind of tormenting thoughts, like thoughts of suicide and just a numerous kinds of thoughts. And God just put it on my heart to do this, um, this teaching and to do this prayer. This prayer actually comes out of my ebook, 18 Weeks to Greater Peace, Joy, and Intimacy with God, where I take believers through a weekly um, action plan in order to get control over negative thinking and to create to, to um, incorporate spiritual disciplines in their life that are going to bring them more joy and happiness. Well, I believe that there are two reasons that we suffer, suffer from negative thoughts and toxic emotions. And the first reason is the lack of control over our minds. But the second reason is spiritual warfare. The Bible tells us that our battle is not against flesh and blood, but it's against principalities, it's against powers, it's against rulers of darkness and wicked forces in the heavenly realm. So we have a real enemy that wants to defeat our life in Christ. And he's like a roaring lion going around every day seeing, seeing who's weak and who he can devour. And we give the enemy interest in our lives by not controlling our thoughts, by having an unrestrained mind. We just let him supplant all kinds of defeated and self-destructive and evil thoughts within our minds. He creeps in with debilitating thoughts and mindsets. And then he takes up residence in our mind and getting into our heart and creates strongholds and evil influence in our life. And that's why we can pray and pray and pray for deliverance. But if we're not saying the right prayer, that we can continue to be tormented day and night. You know, one of my favorite shows is Hauntings. My, my kids think I'm crazy for liking such a show. But I like that show because it continually reminds me of that we are in a spiritual battle. That this is a spiritual world. Christians, this is... This is a spiritual world. You know, what we see is temporary, but there's so much going on in the spirit. And I like watching this show because it's it's about people's true story encounters with ghosts and demons. And you just really get to see um, that battle going on with, with um, good and evil. So we are in a spiritual world, and we can't deny that. And a lot of times we try to deal with um, our, our ailments in a physical way, and it doesn't always work. Well, the, the Lord led me to this story in the Bible to show you what I mean. It's kind of a long story, so I'm going to try to summarize it, but it's in Mark 5. And it says, There was a man who lived in the tombs, and this man had been possessed by demons for many years. As people walked by, they could hear him screaming in torment. He often cut himself, and he was so strong that others could not restrain him. 
Jesus was walking near the tombs when the demon-possessed man ran out to meet him. The man fell at Jesus' feet and asked him if he had come to taunt him before the appointed time. Jesus replied by saying, What is your name? The demon replied, My name is Legion, for we are many. Then Jesus commanded the demons to come out of the man and go into a herd of pigs. Now for those who suffer from tormenting thoughts, raging emotions, and uncontrollable and debilitating behaviors, there's so much that we can get out of this story. Here we have a man living in the tombs, a place of darkness, a place of death. Stagnation it set in. He was no longer fulfilling his purpose. He was paralyzed by inner demons. The joy, the love, the peace of God had gone out of his life. He lived alone. He was withdrawn from his family and his friends. He was filled with so much emotional and physical pain that you could hear him screaming from a distance, the Bible says. His ongoing pain caused him to want to hurt himself. So as an act of self-debasement, he would cut himself with sharp objects and stones. Everyone had given up on this man. He was doomed to live forever in a state of hopelessness and anxiety. Well, I don't know about you, but I've been at this place many times in my life. I think we all have. A dark cloud lingers over our head. We're paralyzed by our own fears and physical and emotional pain. And it causes us to withdraw from our, our loved ones. We just shut ourselves away. Peace, joy, and well-being are replaced with worry, anxiety, and depression. If we're not verbally screaming on the outside, we're moaning and groaning on the inside. We may even have thoughts of hurting ourselves every day. People commit suicide to get rid of the pain. And you've probably even heard of people who cut themselves um, as a way of trying to deal with their, their inner emotions. So from close observation, I don't see a whole lot of difference between that man struggling in the tomb and the condition of many believers, you and me, at different times in our lives. As Christians, we cannot be or may not be outright possessed, but we can be heavenly influenced by the spirit world to the point that we live in mental torment, depression, anxiety, and a host of other depraved behaviors and habits. Somewhere along the line, we opened the door and gave the enemy entrance into our lives and our thoughts. There are several more aspects of this story I want you to see. The first is that this man wanted to be delivered. This man sought out Jesus even though he was heavily possessed. He left the security of the tombs to meet Jesus. Even the most hopeless people want help. Secondly, before Jesus commanded the demons to come out of the man, he asked him, What is your name? That was an odd request. Why would Jesus care about what the demon's name was? Because Jesus wanted to know what type of demon he was dealing with. 
Likewise, we can't change what we don't see or recognize. So if we have a problem and we don't see it, what's going to motivate us to take action? St. Mark tells us that no man can enter into a strong man's house and plunder his goods unless he first binds the strong man. The enemy comes in subtly, then gains control over our minds and emotions and plunders the fruit of God's word right out of our lives. So according to this story, I believe that if our lives are continually plagued with fear and worry, anger, lust, low self-esteem, depression, insecurity, anxiety, overeating, and nothing that we do seems to help. I mean, what by that I mean we've, we've done prayed, we've had counseling, we might even be using affirmations, um, we might even be medi uh, meditating, that spiritual influences are suspect. So how do we gain our freedom again? We do what Jesus did. We identify what's ailing us and then we speak to these entities directly and we cast them out in the authority and the name of Jesus Christ. This video continues on part two where I will get us ready for the unclean spirit prayer and then we will actually pray the prayer. So I'll see you back at part two.